Let me get my uh, let me get my notepad oh, I out. Like, I, I was like, I can't hear you. <laughs> I wasn't talking. I was like, <laughs> so I, I still here like a <laughs> yeah. So I still haven't memorized this. So let me go ahead and read it off my phone again. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bailey's and Watercolor Podcast. Today, I'm here with the man with the golden voice himself, PJ Dalcor. That's your. That's the part where you come in and you say something. I I was about to. There, it took you. It took you a year. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. I am PJ Dalcor, and this is Tyler Gelsman. Hey, how, thanks for Hi. introducing me there. So, real quick, before we kind of get started here, I want to I want to say something. So, can we this thing right here? Can we acknowledge that this is a real thing? It's called a PlayStation 4 controller for the for our audio audio listeners. Cuz I was playing Gone Home a while ago and even there's a couple other games that I kind of play with a controller and this controller is better. This PlayStation 4 controller, the DualShock 4. It's better in every way than the Xbox 1, right? But Gone Home, I tried playing that shit and it just like it didn't even work. It didn't even work at all. Like I was just sitting there, I was like spinning around in circles and it was none of my inputs were going through. I was like, what is this? I had the game for about a month before I tried out the Xbox One controller. I was like, and then it just worked perfectly fine. Like, what the fuck yeah. is what is that? Are do you, you ever do you do Are you trying to use it on your computer? Yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing. Um, like, well, for me, Xbox controllers have comfortability because of the whole thumb thing. That's the only thing. What like, are you talking using, about? Yeah. The way that it's built. Is main specifically for your thumb positioning, so the only the only people that really really have issues are people that are left-handed. Sorry, oh, wait, are you left-handed? No, I'm not left-handed. No, okay, but majority of the people that have issues with it are are left-handed. Like for me, it's it's more comfortable than the PlayStation controller. That's got, just like personal, you know. I gotta uh, say, I gotta say, I've never noticed that. I never noticed any kind of uncomfortability with the PlayStation controller. the The thing is, though, is that the PlayStation Four is on its way up to being the best-selling console of all time, right? It's clearly on its way for that. So why the fuck aren't things working with it? <laughs> That's my thing. Like everyone has a PlayStation Four controller, because you're using it on computer. Microsoft. <sighs> That's what. Microsoft. Whatever, man. Microsoft wants to, it, Microsoft's turning into Apple. They want everything that's not Microsoft to have issues with their with their shit. If this is your first time here, this is a podcast <laughs> where we get together and talk through the power of internet, and we talk about the things that we love. Most of the time. It's about video games. You can find new episodes on YouTube, iTunes, and every other podcast service around the galaxy. So, that's the intro. Hi, what do you think? First of all, what do you uh, think? Should I should I mess with it a little bit? Should I kind of rewrite it? That was. That, oh, are we not recording? No, we're recording. Oh, it, it was cool. Like you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I'm not going to be like, oh, damn, I got to watch that. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, cool. I'll go back to the drawing board with it then. I'll figure right. something else out. Um, so we have a topic for today, right? Mm -hmm. And that is, in case you guys didn't know, E3 has announced that they're not going to... No, EA, the company, EA, EA has announced <laughs> that they're not going to be at E3 this year. They said E3 is too big for their britches so they're backing out like a bunch of pansies and they're not going to be at e3 what what are your like initial thoughts on that pj do you have any um i'm just like well aren't they going to be you know like what specifically are they releasing this year that's, that's my a, thing like that's a good I question know, game, like 
Yeah, that, I think that's going to be like the main point. Uh-huh. Like, what specifically are they releasing this year? Uh-huh. Um, like, just what are they attached to this year? So I think that's going to be my main thing. Um, I would actually have to do a little bit of research. Yeah, uh, the big one the is. I didn't. I didn't like yeah. look that up before we. Did. I don't know why I didn't look that up specifically. <laughs> For those of you guys that are shocked, stuff, <laughs> if anyone is shocked about this, we do know the questions before. We do know the topics beforehand. Like a, we usually talk about it beforehand, decide on what the topic is going to be. So you need to, yeah, get your shit together, PJ. How's that sound? Well, but I mean, no, that's the one thing I didn't look up. I looked up other stuff. But yeah, the big, from what I understand, the big one is Mass Effect Andromeda. Mass Effect is mm-hmm. is getting a it's getting a new game in the franchise, which is huge. If you haven't played Mass Effect, you're you're not really missing out much. I haven't played it either, um, but that's the big thing, right? And I've I think I think it's kind of like how do I explain this? So I was when I was ta- I was talking to Tim, our friend, about this. Uh, you can check him out over at DM Twenty One Gaming, by the way. Shout out to him and. Um, but yeah, I was talking to him about this, and we've, and I was saying that if you're, whenever you watch the Super Bowl every year, right, and there are companies that advertise at the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl costs so much money to get into, but oh my companies God. like yeah. companies like Coca Cola, <laughs> uh, and like Doritos, Dorito, yeah, Doritos. Doritos always has Doritos always has the good ones. Yeah, always. I'm so like disappointed by a Doritos commercial in the Super Bowl. Exactly. So, <laughs> so like my question is. Why are those guys paying to be at the Super Bowl? Like they don't need it. They're a, they're a universally recognized brand, Coke, Doritos, all them. So like, why are they doing it? I've always I've always wondered about it, and I feel like EA is kind of in the same place for um, for gaming, right? E yeah, EA. So like, everyone knows who EA is. EA is. Everybody knows about like EA Sports Big and how that was the greatest shit ever. But for some reason, people's they don't sell games anymore. But whatever. We won't talk about that right now. I'm still really <laughs> mad about it. But yeah, like, so I, I think I think this is okay. I think this is I think this is fine. It's smart for them because they don't have to spend all this money to compete with like PlayStation and Nintendo at their at their own events. It actually leaves they have their from what I understand their booths there are massive 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 to the case where like there's a there's like a hallway down the middle of their of their boots it's just littered there's littered like with all different kinds of games so you can walk right through it right and so that leaves a, a huge amount of room for the smaller devs for the smaller devs that can come in there and show off their games that they're doing mm-hmm. so yeah so so i I totally forgot about the games that were being released this year and what has what are the, been released. What do they got? Uh, so, like, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, Galaxy of the Heroes, Unravel. Have you played Unravel? Not or yet. seen the stream of Unravel? I, That's, it's very interesting. If you, like, I'm a fan of Little Big Planet, and it reminds me so much of Little Big Planet. I, I really enjoy it so far. Uh, and then I guess they're doing another Mirror's Edge, and they're going to be doing oh. Sports UFC 2, or EA Sports UFC, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was already out. Call of Duty. Uh, it says February twenty third. Oh, okay. oh, the tenth. Okay, okay. It's not. Yeah, it's not uh, the twenty third. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not. It hasn't even hit Valentine's Day yet. Yeah. Um, Will you be my Valentine, PJ? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. We, uh, we can watch movies over the internet at the same time and yeah, and be super gay yeah. about it. Super so I've been about it. Well, I mean, I've been trying to watch. Have you ever seen Nightcrawler? You ever see that movie? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Dude. You All right. Seen that? I have seen Nightcrawler. I was about to tell you oh, that you need to watch it. 
Yes. Oh my god! I tried to convince my friend, and she was like, "I don't like it." I looked at her like, "Are you dumb? What? You're gonna have to like, get the fuck out." Jake Gyllenhaal. I was like, "You love Jake Gyllenhaal," and I picked the perfect movie. Yeah. I was like, "The three, the three movies that I this is totally off Cedric. Sorry, guys. Who, who cares? Three movies that I feel you need to see to know how great of an actor he is is End of Watch, uh, Southpaw, and Nightcrawler. Oh, three you're completely what? You're missing prisoners. You ever see that? I think I think it's prisoners where he is a he's a detective. I have to call. I have to get my brother on. I'm gonna have to get a hold of him. He loves that movie. I I saw clips here and there where he was watching. I was like, oh my god, this dude is fucking (laughs) amazing. I I got home late. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but yeah, I I stumbled in on it. But yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, he's great. He got super. He got so snubbed at that Oscar, man. Uh, with the nightcrawler i'm so upset it's an amazing an amazing actor like seeing that and it's not just like his it's like seeing three completely different performances yeah like nowhere near the same like you have a cop you have a boxer and you have a uh nightcrawler like (laughs) for those who don't know what a nightcrawler is they're probably thinking x-men for the ones who don't know uh yeah guys that go out and they record events happening and they sell the things to the um to the news companies mm-hmm. so like say like there's a robbery going on you know they're listening to the uh the cb radio the police station or whatever and they uh they like all right there's a there's a 211 over on east side of you know 11th street you know so they go over there and they bring their camera gear and everything and they fucking go and they watch everything so yeah and, and it just yeah. you see him just slowly begin to like bend the rules and stuff you just he, oh he's just God. committing like little things <laughs> here and there it's just like until yeah. you finally you you watch towards the end of the movie you're like fuck <laughs> this like, guy's an asshole oh my god this guy's a fucking dick yeah <laughs> highly recommend that movie so tyler what's wait, up and another thing and another thing <laughs> Bro, i was like yo this dude's a fucking savage <laughs> oh my god that dude's, oh man highly recommend that movie but back on topic <laughs> e- e3 on topic. e3 so do you think so, so here's something that tim brought up to me he says when you start getting rid of the big names the e3 as an event is no longer legitimate and so it starts with ea would you agree with that Uh, like the big name titles uh big name de- like or developers so let's say developers? It's, okay. yeah so let's say it starts with ea right starts with ea mm-hmm. they they leave they have their own thing by the way they are having their own show across the street and that's like i don't know i don't know what the admission is for that i don't think really anyone knows uh but you're able to go and it's basically across the street and you could watch their show there right uh-huh. um so that that's where it starts right but then let's say if, if sony lee goes and they ran out another place for PlayStation. Same thing with Microsoft, same thing with Nintendo, Bethesda, all these games, Square Square Enix. They all just leave and they start hosting their own events. Does that delegitimize Yes. E three. It does. You think so? Yes. Because E E three is specifically meant for you to go to one location and experience all of those at the same time. Okay. I would That's disagree. What it's meant for. I think I would what? disagree. I think I would disagree because I feel like E3 is no longer a place because it's not a spectator event. It's a place that it's only journalists, only journalists and people in the industry are allowed to go to E3. Right. And so if they and they and everybody that's hosting shows and stuff during these during this event, they know that and they know that 
if they want journalists covering what they're showing off, they're going to, even if, even if EA has something outside of the building, they're going to need to schedule their press conference after Sony, after Microsoft anyway. So it's almost to the point where E3 is a holiday and it's like, and it could, it could, I, I easily see it evolving into something that happens all around the world and it's not like a one place kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think I think when you have it at two separate locations, it makes it more difficult, though. Sure. So you're like, now I have to pay two admissions uh, and, co- and cover that up, or however many admissions it's going to be for, you know, and then I got to pay for more journalists. Yeah. And it's like, you can either knock everything out in a full day at that one location, mm-hmm. or you can have people, even though it's right across the street right now, but what if yeah. it ends up spreading out more? Like, you know, like, say, Square Enix, you know, ends up going, like, somewhere else at a, at a different center or something like that. So I feel that, you know, like you said, the journalists need to be there, but now they have to pay for either more journalists if two things are going to be going at the same time or three or four or five things going at the same time. And then another thing is, uh, like, it'll it'll be good because you'll have each individual person focusing on one thing. So you don't have to worry about, you know, multiple things going on. But, I mean, if they're going, like, 6 o'clock is Square, you know, 7 o'clock is EA, and then, you know, uh, sure. 8 o'clock is, you know, whatever. Right. Like, that's, they could still focus on that one thing. You know, like, it's... Uh-huh. I'm with you. Is, I'm, I feel like having it having it spread apart takes away from what it's like literally meant, like what it was made for. Yeah, because like, you know. I guess I guess I guess I see what you're saying. So like, if all of the big companies leave E3, then like what what is left at E3 at like the building? Yeah. So then it's like maybe, E3 has doesn't have like the excitement anymore. Like, yo, what's going to be going on at E3? You know, mm-hmm. I want to check this out and see what's going. on. I want to stay updated on everything. Now it's going to be like, all right, well. So, Damn, I was waiting for Square Enix's new new game, Final Fantasy 17, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be able to see that released in 2525, Final Fantasy 17. <laughs> so let me ask you something else then. Do you think that would ever happen? Do you think uh, a couple years from now Sony would leave and do their own show, not even show to P3? Same thing with Microsoft. Do you think that would ever happen? Uh, no, because I think what's going to happen is EA is going to realize that it's, you know, they, I think they're trying something new. Mm-hmm. Like they definitely have the money to do it, and they have the name to do it. But I yeah. think that people are going to be more upset about it than they're going to be happy about it. Okay, I think that that's makes just, sense. You know, so you think like, so just, you think uh, you think E three and as an event as an event will still hold up. You think? Yeah, I think so. I think I I I agree with you because Nintendo for the past I want to say like two years, two three years, they haven't shown up at E three. They haven't been there. Yeah. They instead they do like online videos and you can stream it and they stream it out and so then you can watch it there and it's basically and an E3. Huge, 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 huge name. <laughs> huge, some would say. Um, but yeah, like say? huge with the soft <laughs> oh, H. Oh, huge with no H. With the oh, soft oh. H. Oh, then take that motherfucker out of there. That's right. <laughs> Who needs it? Who needs it? Right? Like Bernie Sanders. He's getting rid of he's getting rid of capitalism and the letter H and the word huge. It's gonna be huge. All right, I'm done. Um, but yeah, like Nintendo, they haven't shown up at E3 for a few years, but now they're gonna be at E3 this year because they got something that they feel is important to show off. And I think that's always gonna be there. That's always gonna be there. Like even if it let is, me, uh, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. for games that have been around for a long time, like say like so, EA's you know one of their biggest things would be Madden. Yeah. So. Do you think that's like, and obviously they add like little things here and there every year, but I mean, do you think that's something that they should like really care about? What, like Madden and stuff? Like things like Madden. 
Like me personally, I'm just like as a like I used to play Madden all the time, and like when the new one came out, I wouldn't really care about getting the new one. I would always yeah. stick to the Madden that I had. Yeah. You know, like I I probably only bought like th- two. I think we only got like two Maddens, two or three Maddens. Yeah. Uh, I know I played three for sure, but I mean like games like that I feel aren't the ones that people are waiting on. I feel like games like you know Star Wars and Need for Speed. Are you saying? Like, you know, are you saying to not show those at E three or just stop making them yearly? No, I mean no, 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 no. I don't know, no, stop, not not stop making them, but I mean, like, do you feel like it's necessary to to bring that to E three? Well, there's like, two, necessary. there's two, there's two sides of E three. Um, E three yeah. is yes, the spectator side where you and I are watching it. We're like, oh my god, it's Mass Effect Andromeda. And but then the other side is where you see it a lot during the logistics. Whenever they start talking about the logistics at the beginning, they're also talking to their uh-huh. shareholders. They're they're not only talking oh, to us. Okay. They're talking to the shareholders. They want to they want to let their shareholders know, like, hey guys, we're doing okay. Things are successful here. We're holding down the fort. And so so yeah, bringing up things like Madden, those are those are things that do still need to be brought need to be brought up and brought to the attention of everybody. Um, but yeah, I like honestly though, from a spectator standpoint, I could I couldn't care less about Madden. <laughs> yeah, and like Madden. I feel like, I feel like yeah. games that come out each year are not really like necessary and like don't get me wrong madden's fun game you know everything like that all the stuff they add the the first person hit stick and all that shit mm-hmm. like that they add in the older ones like i obviously haven't played for a long time yeah but i mean like games that come out every like it's expected you know what i mean it's like all right well yeah oh, another madden all right cool you know well, another ufc or stuff like that like there's nothing really that i feel they can bring to the game that's gonna be like holy shit this man's like the best man ever because of the fact of like yeah. it comes out each year like my thing is the waiting experience that that actually builds up the the anticipation and everything like that so mm-hmm. like uh you know the like for an example uh i saw somebody streaming the new news for speed and uh they actually have like some some stuff that i haven't seen in you know previous need for speeds and you know i really like it and i was like okay this is uh, this is something i can i can do you know get well it. i would dis- i would so. disagree with that like um well madden fans madden games in particular i feel are are games where it's like madden fans are gonna buy madden no matter what you know like no, you're, I, know I feel that. like yeah. i feel like you're not really drawing too many new people to madden you're just keeping the same ones that fan base is massive, so they should go ahead and keep yeah. doing it. Uh, while I do feel that a game like Call of Duty, um, it could easily, like every year, every year I don't play a call. I haven't played a Call of Duty since Modern Warfare Two. I haven't played a Call of Duty seriously since then. And um, but every year they show the trailer, and I'm like, and I do think for a second, I'm like, huh, maybe this is the one. Maybe this is the one where it comes back to <laughs> Modern Warfare, the game I love so much. But you know what I mean? Like, like it still sparks a bit of interest. Yeah. While like Madden, if you watch what they're showing off at for games like Madden and FIFA and stuff, like they're they're really going in depth in depth with what they're showing off, like how deep it is mechanically, and that's those are things that Madden fans, Madden players really care about. You know, the, like the thing where you can see, you could like put the vision out as your quarterback you know what i'm talking about oh yeah, yeah there's like yeah. the vision and all there's all kind of the hit stick like you pointed out and yeah. all that yeah all those different things those are people those are mechanics that madden fans absolutely adore but i mean like how much more can you add to a sport game until uh, it becomes like too complicated that's a good question because they're really they're really trying like um yeah. <laughs> there there's a lot like um i re- I remember my brother Alex. Alex loves 
like Madden and the NBA games. I can't remember what they're called, uh, but he loves those games, right? And uh, he got an NBA game a couple years ago, and he was telling me about how I kept trying to shoot the basket, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? I can't, I can't get it in the basket." I felt like I was actually playing basketball, and. Yeah. He was just, he's like, no, you gotta, you gotta hold B and let go when it's at the top of the, the, top. the arc. Yeah. I was like, I refuse to believe that. Like, fuck you. <laughs> the game is not that deep. No way. <laughs> like, I, I feel like something like that is cool. Like, yeah. I, I, I like, I kind of like, I, I like that about uh, NBA yeah. 2K. So, I'll, you know. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool because you go up there and it's different for like each, for each guy. You know, one guy might be faster, one mm-hmm. guy might be slower. And I, I kind of like that. I'm not going to lie. I like that. When somebody told me about that, I was like, okay, okay, that's pretty cool. For a second, I, no. like, I would just tap it. And I was like, I'm always missing every single fucking shot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then now it's like, it's like, it, it keeps you more focused on the game. But mm-hmm. I feel like for for that, like something simple like that is cool. But when you start saying, all right, now you need to press the, the button each time to dribble. Or if you, let, if you stop pressing that's the button, point. you know, like, you know. Like if they start going to that point, it's mm-hmm. like, dude, if I wanted to do this much work, I'd actually be outside playing basketball right that's now. That's a that's a fine so, line, but they seem to be they yeah. seem to be doing it really. They seem to be doing <laughs> like, it really I, smartly. I, really I don't like know. That. It's crazy. I I am excited to see what the new thing is that just finally breaks people. You know, I remember. <laughs> uh, I think it was the new battlefield where you actually lose ammo if you reload too early. You lose ammo in your clip. You say like uh, if I if I have twenty four rounds in a in a clip right, and uh-huh. I fire ten of them and then I reload. 14 bullets is just out is gone gone forever unless i find some more well, I mean, on the battlefield okay that's that's actually like because something that would happen You're yeah, not gonna like keep it's realistic clip, you know it's realistic yeah. but for me i felt like that was too much that's when it also becomes not just about you know it, it becomes more about strategy mm-hmm. even more it's like because you gotta you gotta get your timing right here like and well i think i'm we're so used to that call of duty aspect where you reload and everything's there like you kill reload kill reload you know yep. what i mean or shoot reload and i think we're so used to that and they wanted to get away from that they wanted people to be more focused on it and be like yeah. hey then call of duty motherfucker yeah. you know <laughs> like <laughs> so it's... same thing with like <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it has me laughing because i'm watching somebody play daisy right now and uh <laughs> they're like and he's and like he's he's a sniper like and uh so he sits there and he's waiting you know what uh-huh. I mean? And they're like, oh, my God, go kill somebody already. He's like, yo, if you want to be killing every five seconds, go fucking watch somebody play Call of Duty already. Right? And I love yeah. when he says that to people. Like, it's, it's awesome. But anyway, so, but yeah, like, I feel, you know, there's, like, things like that, like, it gets you more focused into the game and more directed on, you know, like, uh, strategic, the strate- uh, strategic side, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I yeah that, that's a really good question. I never really thought of that. Like those games are really really deep and I I'm going to I'm going to I'll keep my eye. I, I want to keep watching those and just see see where the pin <laughs> drops, where it all just fucking crumbles under it with all yeah. with how much how many things that players have to learn really about. Good, uh, yeah. Yeah, Battlefield does a really good thing on that. So guess who just announced that they're speaking of E3 by the way. Guess who just announced that they're going to be at E3? EA no. You lie. Oh, I'm Yo, about to say. What if I did? What if I did spin that on you? We just wasted 23 and a half minutes talking about E3 for no reason. I'd be reason. like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, you guys, episode's over. Bye. Oh, that, that would be, that would be fucking, that'd be hilarious. That'd be like perfect timing ever. I'll give you um, a hint. Uh-huh. They were people, Nintendo. when they came, Huh? 
No, never okay. mind. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> when they uh, when when they came out last year at E3, everyone said, "Oh my God, they won E3." There's your hint. Who do you think it is? Sony always. No. Square. No. Bethesda. Nintendo. No. Oh. Really? Yeah, Bethesda's coming back Wait, this how did year. They win, how did they win E3? Like, Fallout 4 announcement. That Fallout 4 announcement. Oh. Everyone's like, oh my oh, god. Yeah. Ah. And then it was released like four months after, you know? And, it was and just, then it, people were like, oh yeah. yeah, you know, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So Fallout, the, but they're saying they're back. A lot of people were saying that this was like a one-off thing for Bethesda because they had so much. Because they had so much to offer in the terms of Fallout 4. Um, so now I'm, I'm really curious now why they're back. You know, because I find it really hard to believe that they got a new Elder Scrolls game out already. What do you think? Uh, I would say they're announcing that they're working on it because Skyrim sure. was what, two years ago, three years ago? 2011, I think. 11. So it, they definitely have time, you know, but I feel like the things like games like, call, or not called, wow, games like uh, like Elder Scrolls that are pretty like detailed. Um so to the point where they need to they need to they need time you know mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah so i would <sighs> but something that worked really think. well in fallout 4's favor was that it was announced and released within like five months of each other you know what i mean like there yeah. wasn't there it i feel like that really set a precedent to a lot of companies saying like this game's practically done here it is four months ahead and i think they're that's another thing saying how confident they were in that product where they're just oh, like yeah. where they're like oh you guys you guys spent years planning out what your fall lineup is going to be for this year here's fallout 4 bitch good luck <laughs> the one is just watch them cannibalize all the other games in that in that month um <laughs> but like do you so what do you think that they'll be announcing then like are you do you do you play uh bethesda games too much or uh, not too much, yeah. but I, I'm like, I've played Skyrim and, uh, Oblivion and I, yeah. I enjoyed them. You know, I had fun. Like I'm really big on modding those games. Like oh, really yeah. big. You're not modding those one. games. Yeah. It's, it's extremely fun to the point where I actually want to show you this video. Uh, give oh. me like a few minutes. No, like we're going to keep talking, but, yeah. um, I feel that I, I, think like unless they're creating a new franchise, which I highly doubt, I wow. think the only thing would be like would have to be another elder scrolls game you, yeah i never thought of that bethesda creating a new franchise that for some reason that sounded like <laughs> one of the most what? unrealistic possibilities in the world i know right <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's why i said i highly doubt it it wasn't like oh i kind of doubt it you know yeah. doubt it i highly doubt it uh, extremely <laughs> doubt that they're, you know, but if they do, I, they'll slap us in the face with this and be like, buy the shit. Yeah. You know, and everybody's going to buy it because Bethesda makes really good games. And a lot of people that aren't, don't, this is my thing. Mm -hmm. People that, I feel people that don't play those games have not played them. I don't know. People that talk bad on those games have not played them. Because for a while, it's like, eh, you know, whatever. I don't really like this game. But now it's like you go into the store and you, you change everything. You go in, in there, you fucking build your character. Jeez, you got the hiccup. Sorry. Uh, you go in there, you build your character, you do everything that needs to be done. You go to the story, you you know choose your sides. You go out, you go hunting. You know you go fishing. You build your weapons. You 
fucking hike the highest mountain peak and jump off and you know like yeah. you do all these things and i feel like it's 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 definitely a good game in the open world is they they i'm trying to think if there's another game that does that as well, far as like not online um like a just an open world do anything kind of game just an open world do anything well fallout well, I mean, like, I mean, other, oh, yeah, obviously, but other than, like, a non Bethesda. Oh, here's I can't think the, of too many. My, like, uh, not MMO, so the, that, like, so then. Yeah, not MMO. It not takes online, away a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah so hold on. This is the. Oh, here we go. I can hardly see that shit. For our, for our audio listeners, he's showing me a clip of some dude dancing in Skyrim. And uh, it's. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so is that a mod or something? Yeah, it's, it was a dance mod, and I did that. And I also did, like, all these other mods uh, mm -hmm. where I pretty much turned my game into, like, a Final Fantasy. Nice. So <laughs> here's, like, a fucking a chocobo. Uh, ah, shit. Hold on, get the light. Man. The light, focus. All right, focus. bud. All right, Jesus. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I can't, and then I, they have, like, a Harry Potter fucking thing. There we go. Nice. Yeah, that's so pretty they had, cool. Like the flags and made the whole school and everything. Well, all you had to do was import it. I didn't have to make yeah. it. All I did was like click import and import it. So that yeah, it. that is something about Fallout and Bethesda. Like the Bethesda games is that they're they're open source and you that you can mod yeah. the hell out of them and you could you could do so much. I think that's why people love them. That's why people yeah. gravitate towards them because um, one like you, thing you hear what's up. Like you can pretty much download an expansion. Yeah. Like. If you go to like the whole Nexus mod things and all that stuff, like they, people literally make whole new stories with mods. Yep. So it's like, all right, I beat the game doing everything. Oh wait, I can mod it and create a whole new expansion. Yeah. Shit. Well, let me do that. And then you can get the graphic <laughs> enhancement mods, the the detailed rain, like. So the thing about Skyrim, they always talked about a war. But you never really got to see the war going on. I downloaded a mod that destroyed my fucking graphics card and processor. It was called it was called the war of I forget what the name of the area, but it was called the war of something. And they explained like they always talk about the war going on, but you never see the war. I fucking walked out of uh, Riften and my shit was just like glitching. Wow! And like I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like and then that your computer lagging. melted. <laughs> no, no, no. Then I just like start walking further, and it loads everything. I started walking further. I was like, "Holy shit!" You see a giant fight going on. You see dragons flying, attacking everybody. I was like, "Yo!" So I turned everything down, like the graphics and everything, and it was it was pretty badass. Not gonna lie, wow. it was fun. I actually went out to the war and started killing everybody. That's pretty I died crazy. About a thousand times. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. I like I like the sound yeah. of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's 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 something about those games, right? Like, I feel like out of the box, though, those games are pretty underwhelming, you know. But it's yeah. amazing that you give it that you give it to a modding community and they just absolutely fall in love with it. And you can because you can do crazy shit like that. I I, I think that's really cool. I think that says a lot about. Um, the, the type of people that, yeah the community the community yeah. and the type of people that play games and how there's a different experience for everybody you know yeah so i think um what are the ch i don't even know like do you did you ever play the elder scrolls online no i didn't no me neither i was think i was thinking maybe they could they would do some kind of a because it's not really a very <laughs> not a lot of people have attached to that game not the mmo so I, I think they could come out and do some kind of a 
just like, hey, here's an expansion, and we fixed everything, kind of thing, right? <laughs> and, um, yeah. that, but that my be... thing is, I don't feel they had a, a big enough, like, I didn't hear anything about the online, like, really? barely anything, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't hear, like, oh my god, the fucking shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, it could have just been in, like, the, the streams I was watching, the people I was around, but I didn't hear, like, a lot about the online experience. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I feel like it came out and everyone's like, "This is kind of lame," and then they stopped playing. And I think yeah, what that I, is, I think, it, I think what that says is, I think it says a lot about uh, Bethesda's games, like because you can't go in to Sky, the Elder Scrolls Online, and mod it. You can't do that. So yeah. maybe maybe people re maybe people saw that and they're like, "Oh, this is lame." It, it takes away from what people like, you know, the open sourceness of it. So. Did you like Fallout Four? Did you play uh, that? I didn't. I didn't play it, but I watched people play, it, and I had I had ups and downs about it. Do you like, play any I, games, or do you, do do you just watch games? people play games? Uh, I watch people play games. All right. Yeah. Nah, I, I play games, dude. Batman. <laughs> you know, like Arkham Asylum, Arkham Origin, <laughs> Arkham Asylum, <laughs> Arkham Origin, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. You know. Uh, By the way, guys, then, if you're not subscribed to PJ Delcor on YouTube and slash or Twitch, you can check him out pretty much whenever he feels like streaming the the four <laughs> Arkham games that have come out. And he'll and he'll he always says blind playthrough even though I know that's a complete fucking lie. Wow! <laughs> I never said, I only said you that do. once. You do. Dude, you no. put blind playthrough. So this is what happened. I did. I never wait. Not, I only did a uh, blind playthrough with Arkham Knight. That's okay. what happened. Yeah, okay. that was the one that I did blind playthrough, and then I did New Game Plus in Nightmare uh, difficulty, which is fucking ridiculous because they take away like. The whenever you're able to counter, they have lightning bolts above their head. They right. took that shit away, <laughs> so you have to remember who do you have to dodge and yeah. who do you have to like. You're able to counter, and I fucking hated that. It made it more difficult, but it was more fun. And nice. that's that's one of those things where it's like, for games, I feel like that was a good way they made it hard because a lot of games when you make it too difficult, it pushes people away. Mm -hmm. But for me, it brought me more in. That's crazy. It brought me in because I feel like so. that would piss me off. Because like my thing about Batman is that Batman never loses. So when I lose as Batman, I feel fucking <laughs> worthless. Like Batman, <laughs> so, I just well, put that thing. super easy. Bat like I don't care. No, no, this 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 is what you do. Batman loses, but he comes back. There's plenty of times where Batman has lost, but he always comes back. In the end, he wins. Okay. That's the thing. I like, so like I like the same thing with, So like the same because like you got to think about. It. So it's happened with Bane. It's happened with uh, Joker when he's taken out or when Joker took Jason Todd. It's happened with um, actually Joker multiple times. Um, but he never obviously doesn't kill the Joker. Joker doesn't kill him. He does, but he's taken down the Joker plenty of times. Joker has gotten him. Uh, got it. Like the whole Batman, the Batman versus Superman thing. People don't know Superman has taken out Batman more than Batman has taken out Superman. It, it's happened multiple times because when Batman comes back. I thought they only comic fought books, each other once. Yeah, I thought they no, only they fought, fought each, each other, other once. Shit, I want to say five times. So is it like a three for two kind of thing, or like four for yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, but uh, it it was close. Three for two. Okay. I want to say three for two. Um, was well, yeah, it? So Superman, Superman, one more times than than Batman is one, but Batman comes back. So like, this is the thing. Obviously, Superman doesn't kill, yeah. but. You know, and then Batman learns what's going on. He's like, all right, well, this is the thing. Lex Luthor tricks him and is like, oh, yeah. And then Lex Luthor does, you know, his thing. So pretty much what they're probably going to do in in the movie, which I, oh, my God, the movie. What, Batman v Superman? <laughs> I was, I'm excited and, and like, we had this conversation. Have we? Oh, wait, have we? I don't know. I don't Did think we, we have. 
We t yeah, we talked Doom about Dooms Doomsday. No, I don't think we have. All right, so the way it looks in the trailer, yeah, Doomsday is being created by General Zod, and there's a plus and a, and a minus to that. Yeah, there's a plus and a minus. So what Doomsday is, he's a Kryptonian baby that they did like they put him out into the wild. He died. They brought him back, fixed him up, put him back out into the wild. He died, came back, fixed him up, put him back yeah. out in the wild, and it cons consistently until he becomes you know strong and able to survive on his own. So. What they did was instead of doing that storyline, what it looks like in the trailer is that they take General Zod and they're using General Zod's dead body and bringing him back to life, which is still a Kryptonian. And then it creates Doomsday. And then it creates Doomsday. But the way that they have to, the way that they can do this properly is, my bad, I have the hiccups. That's okay, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> oh, the, the way that they can pull this off properly is the first time they create him as Doomsday, he fails. He like has that. to fail the first time for it to be completely acceptable. Here's, well, here's, not completely, but more acceptable than not acceptable. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like You're Doomsday. Wrong. Okay. All right. Thank you. We're going to move on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I feel like Doomsday is not a character. It, it, Doomsday is a monster, you know, much like, uh, like Godzilla or the, the Kaijus in Pacific Rim, right? Uh, he's just a monster. He's he's only a threat. So I do like the idea of kind of what you're pitching, saying like where Lex Luthor's the main bad guy and Doomsday is brought in. Doomsday loses and then we see the next movie with Superman and Doomsday comes back again even stronger kind of thing. And then if and then one day he kills Superman after like seven movies or some bullshit. I think that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, like cuz they're I feel like Doomsday is Superman's like necessary evil because now Superman has to kill. You know what I mean? Like that's mm -hmm. well, like that's his that's his thing because obviously, like you know, Superman doesn't kill even though you know he killed General Zod. But we'll, we'll not get into that. Um, I'm not, really, I'm not <laughs> can we just? I'm not like okay. I'm not like it. a right. huge fan of Superman. That's the thing. But okay. you know, like, I I my thing. The reason why I dislike Superman, he's too powerful. Simple yeah. as that. His his power has no limit. He can literally yeah. go into the sun. That's why I like the whole universe. That's why I really like why they're going Batman versus Superman first with this because you immediately because he it's gonna be a fair fight. You're gonna feel like Superman might lose this, right? And so there you have to by doing that you create limitations to Superman early, and you tell all the other writers that are gonna be tackling a Superman project. This is what Superman can and cannot do. And then and then they're just like, here you go. Here's his limitations. And I think that's really cool. I, I, I'm so, really excited for that. What I think they're going to do is, obviously, well, I think what they did, why, why like he killed General Zod was it was necessary. And yeah. I feel like his death on Batman, or him killing Batman, isn't necessary. He just needs to stop Batman. Yeah. So it's I don't know like I'm excited because I'm a huge Batman fan right and if and since I know that obviously Superman is being Batman more times than Batman is being Superman like I don't want to say I'll be okay with 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 him mm -hmm. winning or losing but I think what's going to happen is Doomsday is going to come in the middle of that oh, yeah. and you know like yeah like so I feel like they showed what it looked like in the trailer is that they showed too much Oh yeah, I think it's um, right. yeah. 
I was I still hold out hope. I was, I was but, not like, oh shit, what, what was that from? What, what's going on with that? Like, I literally was in a trailer looking at everything, and I was like, okay, that's Doomsday. That's like, like you know the part where they show Superman doing the laser eyes, and then they show Batman on the wall, and he jumps off the wall, and the wall explodes. Yeah, that's definitely Superman's Doomsday. laser. Eye, that's definitely Doomsday. Yeah. Superman's, uh, Superman's laser vision is one, not that huge, unless he goes into the sun. And he wouldn't and want to kill two, Batman. Yeah, and he wouldn't want to kill Batman, but he. Uh, he doesn't know Batman enough to really. He wouldn't like, want to kill him. Pretty, he wouldn't want to kill him. You know. He, he I, uh, I feel that he, he would want to try to atone for his sins, um, that happened in Man of Steel. He knows that he messed up a lot in Man of Steel, and he's gonna. And he, I feel like he's gonna take Batman v Superman. That entire, I feel like that that entire story arc is gonna be about him trying to redeem himself for the destruction there, and um, they do that through Batman. And that at the end, Batman will do something that he's never done before, and that's forgive. What do you think? Oh, God. Oh, that would be super yeah. fucking gay. He'll give him a Valentine's too, card. Too soft. Too soft. Too it's, soft. Batman. Because <laughs> obviously, like, so, like, in the trailer, fault. they talk about how. <laughs> so, it, it's okay, man. It's not your fault. It, it could, you imagine, could you imagine if they just completely <laughs> recreated the scene from Goodwill Hunting where he's just like, it's not your fault? <laughs> It's oh not your fault. God. No, I don't want to think about that. I do not want to think about that. Not you, like, man. Fuck you. Fuck not you, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mess with me. It's not your yeah, fault. So when they when they when they showed uh them talking uh, and Lex Luthor comes out and he's like he's like uh uh Bat of Gotham versus uh what did he say? Superman of or man of what did they say? Superman of God God of Krypton versus no, Bat. No, no, he doesn't. He says God of Krypton. He says God of Krypton? I guarantee it. Okay, okay. Well, God of Krypton versus Bat of Gotham. Time to consult and... the Google machine. <laughs> so, like, stuff right there, it makes me it makes me wonder. And even when they first meet, where he's just like, What are your what are your your thoughts about, you know, the, the superhero in Oh my god, what is Superman City right now? Metropolis. Metropolis. There you go. Uh, he's like, what? Are, what are your thoughts on that? He's like, well, I don't want, you know, we have a, we have a bad, <laughs> we have a bad history of clowns in our city. Oh my god, I yeah. was sitting there. He's like, I was like, yo, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's my man. Batman's yeah. my man. Oh man. So uh, moving on. Oh, we do have. So. I do want to go ahead and answer a question from the audience. I have gotten uh -huh. a question from the audience. And if you guys are curious, if you want to go ahead and get your questions on the show, you can see our um, our Twitter handles on the video. And also, you can tweet at me. I'm at Tyler Gesselman. He is at PJ Delcor. I forgot that we had audio listeners for a second there. Um, yeah. Go ahead and tweet at either of us on Twitter. And just send us, send us your question using the hashtag B and W, Bailey's and Watercolors. And um, this question comes from a good friend of mine from back home. Excuse me. Named Tyler Bush. Tyler Bush, good old, good old buddy, old pal. He says, what are your thoughts on the Final Fantasy VII remake? So I want to go ahead and give everybody full disclosure here real quick before, we kind of, before I kind of present this question to the panel. We filmed an episode of Bailey's and Watercolors last week, but the audio was fucked, and we did answer this question already. <laughs> so, I, so we're going to go ahead and rehash the question in case. And uh, so, yeah, I'll start with you. What do you think of it? All right. It... I'm excited. I, I have my ups and downs about it. Yes. One is, well, actually, I have. I probably have more downs. Um, 
<laughs> I'm really, I'm really excited until the information that I, that I, I received of them changing the battle system and turning it into like an episode uh, release type thing. And mm-hmm. like, I just, I feel that's not what it's about. Like, I feel Final Fantasy is supposed to be taken all, Final Fantasy VII is supposed to be all taken in at once. You're not supposed to wait. You're supposed to be like, oh my God, this is happening. And then the next thing happens. You're like, oh my God, this is happening. The next thing happens. You're like, dude, I'm connecting all the pieces together at once. You know, I feel it. it's not like, it. it's not meant to be episodic. Episod- yeah. Episodic. Um- I'm with you there. I don't really have too much of a trouble with it being episodic, um, releasing it in parts, as long as the parts are coherent. And um, it still makes sense if, in terms of, like, like whenever you go on the world map, let's say if we're on episode four of it, can I still, if I wanted to, walk all the way back to the beginning of the game and fight level one goblins over there outside of, outside of uh, Midgar? Right? Would I still be able to do that? And that's that's a question that I have. Whenever you do that, would it be would it still be an open world game, or would it be more linear? I think either I'm fine with. Either I think I'm perfectly okay with. I would actually prefer more of a linear story. Now that I think about it, um, the battle system is definitely one that I have the most issues with um, because, and again, I said this on our last episode, um, is that. Uh, the Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Seven's materia system is fucking perfect. It's so yes. good. The the turn base the turn base system, the materia limit break, all of that works together so well. And um, whenever you whenever you look at like a turn based whenever you look into a turn based or a strategy based game, it does it slows the battle down on purpose for you to make more uh to take more time in strategy and be more deliberate with your choices. Right, but as 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 technology has evolved over the times, it, it there's been less of a need to slow the gameplay down, um, because you could just do so much shit now at like one time. Where I feel Final Fantasy VII, how complex and deep that materia system is, it still stand up stands up today, and it would be damn near impossible to recreate that in a, in, a, in an action based gaming game setting. So, I am I I do not envy these guys one bit one bit and when they can when they have to tackle a game like this hold on i think i'm coming to the part where he says it real fast where is it where am i at son of krypton versus he said son of krypton did you hear that oh son of krypton yeah no i didn't hear but okay. i believe you I it said you. son of krypton not god of krypton. that meant uh, yeah son of krypton is a better line uh, all right you win <laughs> so you this win. Is, all right so <laughs> so Final F- in Final Fantasy VII, the remake. This is one thing that that I didn't think about until literally right now. Mm-hmm. We did, we haven't talked about this at all. Oh shit! So a- <laughs> new shit! New shit! Hold the press! Hey yo, we got that new shit! We got new shit, everybody! New shit! Bow, bow. Nah, so. <laughs> What's the new shit? <laughs> so, Ladies um, and gentlemen, I would well, like fi- to stop well, our final. So will the remake? Because we're so focused on Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. by itself, yeah. we're not thinking about all the additional things that were in there, like Crisis Core and uh, Dirge of Cerberus. We didn't think about those. We didn't. You're right. We never mentioned that, and I don't. I don't know if anybody else really are those considered. About the, are those going to be in there? Are those considered are, like, canon? Connected? Has Square Enix are those Square Enix games like Dirge of Cerberus and all that stuff? Well. I think core. to that to that to that point honestly I feel this is my thing 
Advent Children. Crisis Core, Crisis Core is necessary because it shows the story of Zack, which is connected with Cloud and Cloud's past of how he has memories of Zack's right. Zach's life. So I feel that's necessary. Mm -hmm. Dirge of Cerberus, not so necessary because Vincent was a wasn't a necessary character to have. Yes. Um... And that that's like just you know that's just my opinion. But Which I don't get me feel... wrong, people love. I think they're gonna do it because they're gonna want to do like you know in the episodic stuff, and they're gonna. Yeah. I swear to God, if they do, not pay to play, not well, not pay to play. What the fuck is that shit called? If they do, uh, like the extra content or whatever, not extra. What what do we say? Like DLC. DLC. If they turn it into a fucking no, not DLC. I don't know there what you're a, talking a about. A word, a word that I said last week, and you were like, oh god, no. <laughs> if they turn it into like like microtransactions yeah where microtransactions. it's oh i i remember oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. where so you're like, like so spend like, so like the air yeah. the air is yeah, spend 39 uh no spend 39.99 and get the heiress survival package you know what i mean like heiress yeah. doesn't like, die heiress kind of doesn't die or like cloud becomes smart as fuck and uses a phoenix down on her <laughs> like, to this day, I think, like dude you're you're you use phoenix down about a thousand times well, already <laughs> the way i get around the way i get around that in my head is that they're unconscious <laughs> in battle that's the way i see it. okay they're not dead they're unconscious. well i mean like well i mean zero health is kind of like hey, dead don't you know talk to me like that. all right <laughs> like like yeah. it's red is dead it's, it's like it's pretty know, it's pretty telling when the life magic shows an angel come down and like kiss the character and it comes back to life like that's <laughs> oh my god but but yeah you know so i mean like it's sorry sorry back to like this stuff. so i feel yeah. crisis core is a necessary a necessary story to to have in there because of zach fair and uh uh cloud strife's relationship friendship relationship yes and you know i i feel that's necessary and to learn about you know more about sephiroth mm -hmm. and stuff like that so that it's not like it's i learned a lot in like i liked a lot in final fantasy 7 i learned more about what final fantasy 7 was in crisis core yeah there that, so that feel... you bring up a good point like uh there are a lot of plot holes in the game we're back to old shit by the way there there are a few yeah. plot holes in the game um the black materia thing is really weird. I feel not not, not the introduction, not the like the fact that it exists, but uh, I played through the game five times. Five, I think it's five times. And every time there's a part in the game where you're in the where you're in the hotel, and at the the haunted hotel and Golden Saucer, and Barrett asks like, "Yo, yo, I'm fucking lost. Can you fill me in on this?" Yeah. And then you, as <laughs> yeah. a player, you're like, "Yeah, sure." And then he kind of fills you in. But then there's something. It's like, but and then it says it mentions that Sephiroth is after something, and they all say in unison, "Black Materia." And I'm like, "When the, f when the hell have I learned about this? I don't remember ever learning about Black Materia." They they first brought it up in the Nibelheim conversation, the the Nibelheim group conversation. I think I think no. that's the one. They didn't promise i promise they didn't i they they don't uh -huh. mention it once because i played through it right like like after 
couple years ago when I played through it one of the one of these times I was like when the hell have we so every time I play through it again I make I make sure that I'm like looking I'm like where the hell do we learn about black materia one time I even like I started like searching around and just seeing if I actually skipped something on accident I can't find mm -hmm. anything maybe I'm crazy help me out in comments below by the way if I don't if so, I'm crazy like I don't understand the one thing that I do remember oh no that's when he actually receives the black materia when you fight inside the the ancient uh, thing. are you oh. are you googling it yeah, I because right <laughs> I I can't I always thought that's when, because I remember when it's Cloud Hojo, and somebody else, and you know when you're running upside down on the on the ceiling inside the mountain and Sephiroth inside the giant crystal the reunion, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I'm trying to think if that's when. I don't know when Black but that's after. first got introduced. That's after you that's, get the Black Materia. That's after also? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's after you give the Black Materia to Sephiroth, and then you get it back, and then you have it, and he gives it back to him again. That's, yeah. So, and another thing is it never quite, it never, this is probably one of those hidden things out of the way, out of the beaten path type things, but it doesn't quite take the time to explain why the hell Nibelheim is still there. You know what I mean? I told like, you the whole thing with the actors. Yeah, like oh, you told, well, yeah, yeah. So, um, did I? I linked you. Did you get the? I did. I did see it. Did I did click. It? I did read. I did read it actually. But that's the thing, okay. right? Like, <laughs> if you make the that's what I'm, that's what I'm driving at. Like, if you make the story more linear and you actually introduce everything, you actually you actually, and it, it take it's gonna take more time to do that, right? And so you spread out right. you spread out the story a bit, and I feel like all the major plot points that are relevant to the hunt for Sephiroth are all are off the beaten path all of a sudden, right? Be, uh, you, mm -hmm. you run into Nibelheim and it's just, hold on a second, excuse me. Um, but yeah, you go into Nibelheim and you're like, what the hell is going on here? And then you just walk right through it. Like nothing happens there. Unless you actually try to go and talk around to people and stuff. So you make it a bit more, you make it a bit uh, more linear where you actually learn about what happened in the past and the cover up mm -hmm. with the Shinra's cover up about all of it and all, all those kind of things where really like, but like in the actual game in final Fantasy seven, if you're just playing it to progress the story, like lazily, mm -hmm. you're just, you're just meeting, you're just learning about Barrett's backstory. And now we're learning about red 13's backstory. Now we're learning about Sid's backstory. And then all of a sudden we're, we're hunting down Sephiroth and the labyrinth hey, of the agents. And I'm so like, okay, when the hell did I, we get here? I never gave I never give this enough credit, but I love Sid's backstory. Sid's backstory is really heartbreaking. It is. Yeah, I, like, I love I, it because it's it's, it's I one. Never, mm -hmm. I I never really gave it enough credit because of the fact of like it, you're so caught on Cloud and you know like yeah. uh and and Barrett and uh Red Thirteen and like all that stuff and then like you get to Sid and Sid's is really heartbreaking and everything that goes on and like uh I can't remember the late the, the chick's name. Who? Do you remember Sid's uh, girl? girl? Yeah, that. Like she's inside the, the the fucking ship with him, and she's fixing the the, the thing, and ends up breaking, know. exploding. I don't I can't remember. remember her name right now. I don't either. But like, that's a really really good story, and I never give I like enough, it uh, given enough credit because of the fact of like I'm so caught up on the main story of the game, which is yeah. Cloud and you know his past and everything like that. So I like but, uh, it. I like it a lot I, I too. Sorry, I want to read this this one paragraph off of the, oh, the thing that uh, it's 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 like five sentences. I know. Uh, uh, so, but how does Cloud have Mako infusion and Genova cell injection? When Shinra found Nibelheim reduced to cinders, they 
cleaned up the area and had actors to live in the re the rebuilt town, which claimed that it was never destroyed. Also, Shinra captured Zack and Cloud for use in the Genova project on the first disc when you revisit the Shinra mansion, read the files in the basement. Um, actually, that's... But yeah, so... Wow. Instead of doing all five sentences. So, like, Shinra found Nibelheim, reduced to cinders, and they cleaned up the area and had actors to live in the rebuilt town when they claimed it was never destroyed. So when you sit there and you're talking to people and you're like, hey, what's, you know, what's going on? This town burned down, you know, a few years ago. And they're like, why would you say something so evil? That That's mean. Yeah, you, know, and I, you shouldn't say and I remember stuff like going that. there. Yeah, you shouldn't say stuff like that. You know, it might get people worried. And I and I, was, I remember sitting there and going, I was like, the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, I didn't, and then, like, there's, there's things I feel that we skip over so fast. Because yeah. we're just so used to like just reading him like okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it's because I feel like what I want to do is read Final Fantasy VII. I like that. I like that idea. Um, I the think, thing I think that would I think that would would change everything instead of playing it. Read yeah. it. I think that would that would change a lot of it. I like that idea. Reading it. There's so much. There's so much in Final Fantasy VII. Like, there's so much, like, little tiny shit that you could skip. Yeah. And uh, if you just if you bring that more to the forefront, and um, because of that, it would be a longer game. It would be a bigger game. Um, I d then I would understand making an episodic release so that you can kind of... So then it actually does feel like a journey, you know? It actually It's actually going to take time for you to hunt down Sephiroth and find him. And then... So, uh, so then people like you and I that have a podcast together that are playing the game and we're like oh shit what's gonna happen next I don't know we're gonna have to wait three months and it, it, it you'll, it'll feel like we're all on this journey together the thousands of us the millions of us that are playing this game and I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it I actually like I'm excited for the like, game I mean, I'm just like, I'm just yeah. cautiously I'm just I'm just nervous about the the battle system I'm nervous about the action battle system but we'll we'll have to see we'll have to wait and find out yeah, like I said, I'm 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 up and down about it. I'm excited for the game, but I just don't want them to destroy what, like I don't want them to destroy destroy the experience of the game because I can play that game over and over and over and still have the same experience. Yeah, and be like enjoy it and be like, oh wow, like I can play the game multiple times and understand something different about it each time. Mm -hmm. Well, I've, I've played it I've played it enough times now to to you know <laughs> to know. But like majority, but I'm pretty sure there's something in there that someone can explain to me that I was like, oh shit, I didn't know. Yeah. You know, Ladies like a lot gentlemen. of people are like, is oh my bad. <laughs> people be like, is Cloud really a clone? And like, yeah. I'm like, did you not play the game? Like, you know, yeah. like, no, he's not. He yeah, he's not. Spoiler <laughs> alert, he's not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna wrap it up. By the way, this All has been right. the Bailey's oh, yeah. and Water. This has been the Bailey's and Watercolors podcast. I hope you hated this as much as we loved making it. If you want to support the show, all you have to do is like and share this to your friends. And if you want to go the extra mile, go ahead and visit us on Patreon. That's uh, patreon.com slash Tyler Gesselman. Uh, and if you don't want to, that's fine. We're all just going to kind of hang out here and be friends the and just talk about video games anyway. Real quick before we go, next episode, next week's episode, is going to be a little bit of a special one for you guys. We are, we have you have you got it yet? Have you got Firewatch yet? No, I haven't, but I've. I've watched streams. God damn it. You gotta play it. Damn it. it so wait, have you beaten it yet? I have. Alright, we're gonna talk about this after the after the after the show. 
No, we're not. We're waiting for the spoiler. Yeah, we're, no, we're no. waiting. So speaking of no, speaking of talking about, about it right now. <laughs> speaking of talking about it, we have next oh, week. I'm gonna get my brother Austin in. PJ's gonna be on it, and also uh, Bicycle Wallers from DM21 Gaming. All four of us. We're gonna have a nice little spoiler cast discussion about Firewatch. Uh, that is, of course, if these two decide to finish the game, motherfucker. I'm not having. I'm not having you on if you did this bullshit. I just watched it. Shit, because it is. A, it, it's a game that has to be experienced. It is I a game. Know, no, no, no. I could tell. You have to go in. You have to, my, yeah. uh, you have to go in and put tell. how you would experience the situation and make changes accordingly. But since you've seen people play it, you change everything. But anyway, <laughs> until next time, it's been a pleasure to serve you.